0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is BELIEVE.
1: Somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight is we're going to be breaking down the Mike Leach Mississippi State Bulldogs. Ding, 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 ding. Is that how a cowbell sounds? Should we, should we go full Will Ferrell and say we want more cowbell I say no I say less cowbell (laughs) you think they use cowbells because they can't talk (laughs) guys it's just a joke Mississippi State fans um Chill, chill, but a huge show in store for you tonight. I will start off tonight with a Ruffino's rant. I won't stay too long on it, but I think that people that live inside the state of Louisiana need to know something about the LHSA. Not like I said, five, 10 minutes, absolute max, but, but it needs to be said. Eddie Boat9 is messing up high school athletics. Completely damaging high school athletics. We'll get into that. Program Turner, guys. How big is this game? How big is this game Saturday? You know, you you go five and five. You go six and seven a season ago. If you start getting back on the right track and you beating Mississippi State, you go two and one. Then you play New Mexico. You start off three and one. Then you start getting some games and maybe under your belt where you start turning the table around and turning LSU around from what we saw the last two seasons, guys. This game's massive. I don't think the LSU faithful understands yet how massive this game is. I, I really don't. I, 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 you know, what's the song by Two Chains on a Tuesday, guys? I'm fired up for this game Saturday at 5 o'clock. What are you made of, man? Stop, don't point the finger. Go out there and want to clap somebody's face in. Knock somebody's teeth completely out. That's the LSU that has been built over 20 years. You got to go back out there and establish it. Oh, they like to throw the ball 782 times a game. Cute. We're gonna run the ball, run the ball down your throat and you're gonna like it. It's a program turner, not a program changer. Does that make sense? You got off course a little bit. Let's see if Brian Kelly can shift that get that chip uh, right back. Uh, Stefan Kreisnick,ry Kreisnik. Kreisnik. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say guys, you know how I am with names. I, I'm gonna ask the man, uh, uh, Stefan how to pronounce his last name again, Um, but I'm completely messing it up. He covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs. He will be joining us at 7.30. 30. want to talk to him him about what are some things that Mississippi State has done well so far, some things that they've done that maybe is a weakness for them so, so far that LSU possibly can attack this Saturday. So we'll touch base with him at 7.30. Then we'll do the SEC preview. Big game for Auburn this week. Big game for Auburn this week. I, I don't think they're winning it. <laughs> I don't think that they're winning it. But at the, on the same hand, in the same token, James Franklin's not that great of a coach either, in my opinion. Oh boy, it won nine games of any. Oh, sounds cute. The East was completely down. It was the worst East that we had ever seen. Literally, like literally. I'm not. I'm not on the jo- on the. Um, james franklin hype train so go around there and we will get to the saints tonight (laughs) all right we didn't have time last night we'll we'll get them tonight all right let's get to a couple comments though before we get started everybody hit the like and share dude do i have to give out more shirts and more money amanda and steven won it last week i actually gave them two shirts for him and her i think it's amanda and steven (laughs) i hope it is um but we sent them the shirts and the cash. Everybody hit the like and share. We'll we'll start giving some merch out. Um, but Ryan on YouTube says, tell them, Rocky, yeah, we 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 changed up a little bit of the intro. It's gonna, you know, we heard your your suggestions. We're we're taking them to heart. Uh, Ryan Gidry says, here comes Mississippi State. Yeah, here they come. Head ass. Uh, Black Goatee on YouTube says, Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Tyler Townsend says let's go, let's go put 50 on uh, on Florida, I mean on Mississippi State. Yep. Hey, kind of Jeezy, says the fire intro. You know, I went to lunch with LGZ a couple weeks ago. Then he, you know, he hung out with me for 30 minutes and never wanted to come back again. Shame, isn't it? It's a damn shame. What you going to do, man? Ray Watt 79 says what's going on what's happening brother what's happened uh jason brumfield says miami over texas eight and four can it be texas four and eight now um oh i didn't see this father a bear says congrats to one of our i gotta call the man now i didn't know this says congrats to stefan Uh, Fry on the birth of his child. One of the great sponsors here at AYS over at Fry Construction. I did not know this. How did this slip my grasp? So, man, look, he's got more bills to pay now. you got to get over to him. Site work, land development, oil and gas services, commercial construction, aggregate and soil hauling, waste containers, demolition. They do it all in Eunice, Louisiana, 337-457-5100. 337-457-5100 3, 3, let him know that Blake sent you on by. I did not know that. I will be calling him uh right after the show. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Ed, LG says this Thursday I'm there. You better be L G Z standing people up. Uh Jerry Zimmerman asks: is Caleb Jackson hurt? The running back out of Liberty Baton Rouge who was committed to LSU that he is. I think he has a high ankle sprain or an ankle break. Um Out six day weeks. Yeah. Kind of a freakish injury. Rick Chloetti says, I got a fever, and the only prescription for it is less cowbell. (laughs) That, man, that's when Saturday Night Live was really good. Saturday Night Live was so good back when Will Ferrell and those guys ran it. Now it's just. Everybody wants to talk about politics and I just want to laugh. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't want to go anywhere and talk politics with anybody (laughs) anywhere ever. Dylan says, uh, hit you with them stars, bro. I appreciate that, Dylan. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay. So we can do this. We can, uh, get started. Um, I saw another comment I wanted to get to. Uh, oh, here it is. Jason Brumfield. Notre Dame will go 0-3. LSU wins 35-27. I like it. I dig it. I like it a lot. All right, so let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Every, you know, guys, if you've been here long enough, you know. Guys, we're 537 episodes in. Do I have to keep repeating myself? And we even, I even said the same exact thing the 300 episodes before we did that. Or 200, whatever it was. All right, so everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share I see so many of you live right now on Facebook. Hit the hit the like, hit the share, share to all of those Facebook groups. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and notification bell. Uh, we're gonna be putting some more content. We're gonna be starting getting into some more stuff on there. I know I've been telling you guys that uh, we've been doing some, but we're trying to prep. We're we're adding some people to our team, so you're gonna want to hit that subscribe button and notification bell because we're gonna be bringing you more content. As the season and the weeks continue to go on. Also, if you're listening to us on the TuneIn app, XM Radio, audio podcast platform, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, all that great stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. So everybody, I know all 300 of you go, are hitting that like and share right now, right? Every one of you have done it. You share it to your own social media platforms. You're going to do your brother a favor. So let's do this. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's pay these bills around this thing. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons, GM and Sons.com. Guys, I, I'll tell you this, um, man, you know, life happens to everybody, not just me or not just you, me, you know, guys, our cars have issues i got a new truck. My wife's car has issues. You have tire troubles. you got to go over to GM Vardo and Sons in Dem Springs, Louisiana. Let them know that Blake Rafino sent you on by. Okay, guys, we will be back literally in one minute and 21 seconds. we got a lot to discuss. Oh, and Eddie Bonon, I'm coming for you. BetOnline Line is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contest, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in game betting props and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than gm vardo and sons Tell me, you're good friend, Blake Ruffino, sit you on by. Uh, yes, everyone, if you were subscribed to the AYS message board, you would know what the cryptic tweets on Twitter means. <laughs> you better be subscribed, man, AYSSnetwork.com. Go to the forum. Preston Guy from TigerBait.com says, Hashtag ask Blake, would you take BK or Marcus? O oh, and three men asking for a friend. I would take BK all day long, twice on Saturdays. Jimmy Dale says, our QB, is top QB in SEC go Tigers? Yes, Jaden leads in a lot of statistical categories. Obviously, the biggest or one of the biggest being QBR, uh, uh, yards after contact. Um, what is it? Yards per attempt. I mean, like he's leading literally almost all of it. Guys are when you're one and one. Um, so that's massive. Let me do this very quickly and I'm going to get your comments. Trust me, I'm going to get your comments. Uh, and we're gonna do a uh, uh, we're gonna talk a lot of Mississippi State and break them down tonight. I do got to start to show off like this though. I do need to start to show off like this. Look, there are a lot of people, a lot of people uh, that either went to school in the state of Louisiana, that are LSU fans that watch this show, obviously, or you're still involved in it. Your kids play sports. Your kind of your life at times is revolved around high school athletics. Let me just say this very quickly. Guys, I have lost all faith in the LHSA. Now, if you didn't see, this past Friday, they sent out an email in a list of the non-select and the select programs. So basically, if you're a public school and you have open enrollment, you have to go play the private schools or what they call the select schools. And then, obviously, the schools that don't do that, the non-select, get to continue to play all public schools. They did this. This is my biggest problem. They did this, and they told all the coaches, football, baseball, basketball, all of this, who would be in their specific division. Last Friday when you're in the middle of a season, or I say beginning of a season. So when there was the entire summer and the LHSAA was sitting on their thumbs and doing absolutely jack shit, they didn't make this decision public. Oh, we just came up with it. Well, what were you doing during the summer? And you should have suspended what you were doing at that current moment so you don't announce that your playoff system has changed in the beginning of a football season when everything has started. Or when baseball coaches have scheduled games to because everything in high school athletics in Louisiana is a point system, now they don't matter. Guys, about a year ago, Catholic High School in Baton Rouge got popped for recruiting, and they had two. Two state titles revoked from them. The last two that they won outside of this past season, the two previous there were revoked. Their high school head coach, who obviously a lot of people knew and was a part of Florida State's program and was at the game, obviously big win for Florida State, beating LSU in the Dome, left randomly. LHS, The LHSAA is a joke. Now, it doesn't benefit me any as a person that strictly talks LSU, strictly talks SEC, strictly talks college football, strictly talks Saints and NFL. And then obviously when we get to baseball and basketball season, we do that as well. It brings me no joy, and it brings me – I don't get any clicks or anything for having to come out here and say that high school athletics in this state is a dumpster fire. And you guys know how much I hate saying the words dumpster fire, but every single year we have idiotic leadership at the top making dumb decisions because I got the power. I got the power. You take eligibility from high school athletes whose parents may or may not get jobs somewhere else, get moved, and you tell them that they can't play. Small, itchy, bitchy shit like that. But yet you still allow things at Catholic High School to continue to go on, even though I know that you know that you have things that you should have probably shared with the, the authorities. Oh, shit got real, didn't it? See, the funny thing is, It's not rumor anymore. It's funny to me. It's funny to me how we moan and complain and bitch so much about, oh, they passed an NIL thing where kids in high school can get an NIL deal. But yet when the adults in the room make stupid decisions, you don't say a damn word. Not a damn word. Just put all the high schools back together in the same divisions. Five, four, three, two, one A, class A and B. Just do away with it and make just who cares at this point. There are going to be high school coaches that don't agree with me saying that. Sorry. But the LHSAA is a joke. So, when my three-year-old son, in 15 years as a senior, is playing a team that he has absolutely no business of playing, where a school that he will go to probably has, in the high school, anywhere between six to 800 students at the current moment, now you never know what's going to happen in 15 years. Has to go to a program that has quadrupled that almost. Make it make sense to me. You don't, you're not a leader. You're not a planner. You're not a manager. Take off the crown and give it to somebody who knows what the hell that they're doing. I like Bo No, you don't. Because you don't follow it well enough to know what they are and aren't doing. But God forbid an LSU commit gets an NIL deal in high school because you moan and bitch about that. All right. Had your feel yet? Had your feel? You do know. And look, there. My wife went to St. Thomas Aquinas in Hammond, Louisiana. Fantastic school. My son Ben and our our unborn unborn child may go there. I had no idea. I don't have an issue with private schooling. If you got the means, it's a great school. His friend, your friends, go there. If ninety five percent of the community goes there, so be it. So be it. But what I'm not going to stand for is idiotic leadership at the top. Because if this were an AD of LSU, you would have done running down the, out of the building and you would have burned the building down. All right. But this isn't over. Because we're I, at some, some date and time, daddy's going scorched earth. Yes, I referred to myself in the third person. And yes, I called myself daddy. <laughs> all right. We got a lot we got to get to. A lot we got to get to. I spent way too much time on it. Um, Stefan Nick is going to be joining us in about uh, eight minutes. He covers Mississippi State. He's going to tell us all the ins and outs about Mississippi State. Uh, but Jared says, hashtag him Blake, what is the best defense to stop the air raid? Well, we talked about this a little last night. And look, I, I-, I want to say this, too anything that you're going to be playing out in coverage. Now, you're going to have to send pressure at Will Rogers. You're just going to have to do it at isolated times, right? Like, you're going to have to send pressure at him. At times, he's not expecting. In directions, he's not expecting. And really, outside, inside, all of it. The truth is, the way that you beat them is drop seven, drop eight, and be able to get home with three or four guys. That's how you beat them. You're not going to be able to do that for four quarters. You're going to have to send pressure. If you remember... A season ago, LSU started out strong. Kayshawn Booty, like Carter Bryant said last night, damn near won you the game. Um, <laughs> at the end of the game, guys, if 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 Mississippi State had another ten minutes, which they didn't, but if they did, LSU would have been in a lot of trouble. Uh, one thing I do like about Brian Kelly and, and Matt House defensively, guys, they're not going to show you the same things a lot. When I break down this film, they're not, they might show you the same formation. Guys, they're not showing you a lot of the same coverages. Now, after like the, the third possession against Southern, they did, I mean, a lot of just basic zone, a lot of man-to-man coverage, but guys, they didn't really need to do anything else other than that. Didn't send any blitzing. I mean, they they did a stunt with Mike Jones Jr., who completely demolished a guard for Savion Jones to get home for a sack. Um, but that's how you beat him. But let me say this before we, we get to our guest here in six minutes. And I will get to all these comments. Believe, believe you me. Believe you me. I'm going to get to them. Um, guys, there are times in, in programs. There are times in programs. And everybody hit that like and share, too. There are times in programs where you have a program changer or a program turner. Fair. You know, a lot of people talk about Dabo Sweeney as an example. He wins two national titles. They win 10 games last year, and everybody thinks all of a sudden Clemson sucks. It's not true. They got to turn it back slightly in the right direction to make the playoff. I think, in my personal opinion, I think that they can do that. I think they got a quarterback that's a young man that can do that for them if he his number is called upon. But this being an LSU show, obviously, and us covering them, Guys, I think that this game means so hell of a lot. This game means so much, so much to LSU to be able to come back on the right track. Guys, if you start off one and two, you guys are gonna are are gonna mail it in. You know it, and I know it. I said this. I want revenge. Everybody was like last night. I said I wanted revenge. Guys, I don't want Mississippi State to come back into this house, into our house, and think that they can win. What do LSU have like a 20-plus straight game winning streak against Mississippi State? Let's continue that. Let's continue that Saturday. Because if you start off two and one, you have a group of a group of five opponent next week. You start off three and one. You have another SEC opponent who's down. God forbid you start off 4-1. and Because this season is completely turned around. You start off this season 2-0 and oh in the conference, you're going to feel good, I'm going to feel good, and I think you're going to notice that this team is just getting so much better because they are. Asking things today before we get on the show, hey, how's practice going? Well, Blake, it was a lot like last week. The urgency and the tempo has picked up. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting program changers and program turners. I don't think that you have to change anything around LSU, meaning the uh, outside of the building, what needed to change was inside that building, what they're doing. Now, when we get to this when we get into this game and we'll be talking about this a lot here in the next 15 to 20 minutes. You have to do everything that you can. Everything that you can, guys. I don't care if the game is three to two. But shout out to Mississippi State and Auburn. Twenty years ago today, Auburn and and Mississippi State. You guys may remember this game. I think Auburn won the game three to two. I don't give two Rudy Poos how you walk out of that building with a victory. Walk out of that building with a victory. If it's three two, great. If it's one hundred and seventy two to one hundred and seventy one. Great. Because it's not about what's going to happen on the field as much as you just walking out with the wind. I don't care if it's pretty. I don't care if it's ugly. You got to come in with the win. Now, Carter Bryant did a video right before us, and he brought up a very interesting stat. Did you know? Now, this is <laughs> – look, I'll admit, I'll admit, I am a very superstitious guy. I wear the same shirts on game days. I wear the same hat backwards on game days. I wear the same flip flops. I wear the same shorts or the same pants. I eat the same breakfast. I drink the same drinks. I drink the same whiskey. I am very superstitious, extremely superstitious. And when we lose, I change it up. So last week I started a new one, but you get what I'm saying. Here's something funny. Did you know Did you know that the last team in the SEC, now you'll have to go to Carter's video and listen to this. The last team in the SEC that went on back-to-back road games and won both of them was 2019 LSU. Barring neutral site games in group of five. The last time an SEC opponent went on the road back-to-back weeks and face a power five program on the road. Again, cut out the neutral site. That team that's been on the road has lost one of the two. 2019 LSU was the only one to do it. They went to Alabama. And if you remember the following week, they went to Ole Miss. I like superstitions like that, Pooh Bear. I do. I do. I like little small things like that, man. I like small things like that. Regardless, regardless, I just want the victory. As Tyson Messer says here on Facebook, a win is a win. You're damn right a win is a win. You're damn right. Uh, Kevin says on Facebook, DJ Chester and Taviano trending heavily to LSU. Huh. Pooh Bear. Interesting. (laughs) Very, very interesting. Huh. Before the crystal balls came in, I wonder who put it on their message board. Huh. Just 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 throwing that out there. Let me tell you something. (laughs) And God bless sweet baby Jesus. As Ricky Bobby said... On Talladega Nights, dear seven pound, eight ounce sweet baby Jesus. If LSU gets another five star after Brian Driscoll said that Brian Kelly couldn't recruit and came after us, I'm gonna be on, I, I'm gonna be a asshole on Twitter. <laughs> I try not to be. You talk about me. Come on, man. Okay, a couple more, and then we'll get to our guests. I, I look. I've been practicing Stefan's name all day long. And I told him before we started, I was like, look, dude, I'm horrible with names. I'm going to butcher his name. I'm going to give it my all. <laughs> I'm going to give it everything I got guys, but he's going to come and be like, yeah, dude, you, I'm leaving. That's what he's going to do. All right. A couple more. Then we'll get into him. Travis Dyson said under less, they was automatic, but he trashed now. So <laughs> who less? Well, Les has just got to make sure he's not, you know, hanging out with co-eds. That's all Les has got to do. Come on, man. Come on. I wonder if she likes voodoo barbecue. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. Uh, this is from Pooh Bear. He says, I'll eat some, the same game meal 12 weeks in a row if it works. Pooh Bear, did you know in 19, I ate the same breakfast, the same, dude, the same thin crust Domino's pizza? Now, this is not a paid promotion for Domino's Pizza. I ate the same food all 15 weeks when LSU won the Natty. <laughs> I told, I asked, hey, Pooh. By the way, our if you're just joining us, you never watch the show. Pooh Bear's our producer, but Pooh, you know I told Burrow that, right? Like we're sitting in there and we're doing interviews. I'm like, bro, I'm kind of glad the season's over. And he kind of looks at me where I'm like, I'm so superstitious. I ate the same damn Domino's pizza, and he's like, why is that? Why is that bad? I'm like, well, it's really not, Joe. I mean, you are the GOAT. All right. Let's do this, guys. We got so much more that we need to talk about Mississippi State. Stefan Krajelnik? 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 I hope I'm saying that right. He's going to come in here and and get me. Krajelnik is going to be joining us. Let's break down this Mississippi State team. But before we do that, you need to hit the like and share. Share to those Facebook pages. Share to those Facebook groups. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh listening to us on XM Radio, TuneIn App, all that great stuff. Do us a favor, rate review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Let's go to our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm and our good friends over at Gramco, thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, we return in one minute and 30 seconds with our good our good friend Steph. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular the gummies are as well as they're the best in the market so go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code ays25 that's thegramco.com ays25 promo code to get 25 off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. We're back! All right, we are joined here by, look, I'm I'm giving it my all. So just correct me. Just slap me around on if I mispronounce your name right, but Stefan Kryasnik, is that right?
1: You know, you wouldn't believe me if I told you you got the last name right, but the first name you got right it's Stefan.
0: Stefan, okay. <laughs> See, I was worried so much about the last name, I just forgot the first one. Regardless, brother, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm good. How are you doing, Blake? I appreciate you having me on on the show.
0: Thanks for joining us. Look. I read one of your articles, I think you had posted, written it or posted it yesterday, and it's kind of like a tale of two teams in the same kind of little direction. Can Mike Leach coming back into Baton Rouge after two years and get a very signature win? And can LSU right that wrong that they've had the last two seasons? Look, I'll just ask you to start off the top, man. How big of a game is this, in your opinion, this coming up Saturday at 5 o'clock?
1: Can you repeat that a little bit? Sorry, you you cut out for me for for just a brief second yeah. there. You said that that I wrote an article. What was the article?
0: Just basically in and all how big is the game for uh, this Saturday in your opinion from a Mississippi State perspective?
1: Yeah, I I think from both sides it's it, it's important, but from the Mississippi State side, you know, this is a team that um you know, number 8, they're you know, they're a top 10 FBI team and they're projected to have about eight or nine wins. And, you know, there's a lot of respect for LSU. And obviously playing in that environment is is not easy. Um, but at the same time, you know, we, we've seen the struggles that LSU has had early on, you know, as as Brian Brian Kelly kind of gets this thing going. But meanwhile, you know, at Mississippi State, it's a program that now, um, you know, in Leech's third season has a lot of familiar faces, a lot of experienced players. And, you know, this is the time where where Mississippi State needs to, you know, make jump and, they got to take advantage of, you know, a, a year where an LSU is, is rebuilding or something along those lines. You know, they, they got to take advantage of, you know, a year where, you know, who knows, maybe Texas A&M is struggling a little bit based on that Appalachian State game. This <laughs> this feels like the year at Mississippi State. And, and, and yeah, that might be an understatement too, but it feels like the year at, at Mississippi State where, where year three is, is where this Mike Leach offense takes a jump, where Mike Leach teams take a jump. And, and so far in the early going, you know, the signs have been promising for Mississippi State. Um, a lot of the projections are in uh, Mississippi State's favor. And, and being 3-0 is huge. Winning this game and then getting it home, you get Bowling Green, and then you're home against uh, you're home against m you're home against Arkansas. Suddenly you're looking at a team that, you know, if they take care of business, uh, a 5-0, and 6-0 team to start the season.
0: So I, I will transition to this, and I, I got to uh, at least what I think is a great question here at the end, because I, I got to imagine your job, with covering Mike Leach is just—it's <laughs> got to be very like you got to be on the tip of your toes at all time. Like you could go viral at every at any minute. Has he said anything this week uh, that was viral worthy?
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing of his like like usual of like he didn't say anything weird. <laughs> but the the way he talked about Brian Kelly was such like a Mike Leach way of doing it. He he complimented Brian. He he spoke very highly of Brian. He said that he thought. Uh, Brian Kelly was a really good coach, especially when it came to X's and O's. But he said, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there who are sweater wearers who just like (laughs) to put on the sweater, go on the sidelines and and point every which way and tell people what to do and kind of just serve a PR role. He said that Brian Kelly is not that. So he has a a great deal of respect (laughs) for Brian, but it was the most Mike Leach possible way to get a compliment about (laughs) something.
0: Stefan, what is that really? I mean, I get what he's trying to say, but like, is there any kind of underlying, like, is he trying to, punch at somebody or or is that just mike leach he he maybe he is maybe there's names that come to mind there was
1: no conversation like involving another coach at any point of that presser he never brought something up maybe there's (laughs) i guarantee if you talked to him off the record maybe he would say uh these three coaches are just sweater wearers <laughs> in my opinion, but, but no, he he didn't call anyone out. He was, he was just focusing his compliments, I think, or at least trying to on Brian Kelly.
0: Well, I wonder if he's talking about Saban during Christmas time, because you know, Saban wears a sweater vest or sweater during Christmas time. Um, so let's get to this game. So look, I want to take some positives away from state. Look, they played a very late game last week in the, you know, out West against Arizona, late game. They come back. I guess number one, my question would be really good victory. What are some of the key pieces that you've taken through two weeks? Tyrus Wheat from Amy, Louisiana is a guy that's really looked good. I guess what are the strengths that you've seen, maybe even outside a little bit of what we know from the air raid? Yeah, let
1: me say this first, that you were talking about that late game that they played. They didn't get back to Starkville until 10 a.m. Sunday morning. They went through the night, and I guess they had a Reroute. There were some travel issues there. So that, that's a team that was catching up on some sleep uh, come Sunday afternoon. I think Leach said that, you know, he woke up at about 4 p.m. <laughs> by the time he, he got adjusted. Um, it, But but that's, that schedule is tough. But what you're saying there with, you know, Tyrus, Wee was a guy that stood out in that game. He was a huge difference maker in that game against Arizona. Uh, Nathaniel Watson was another guy. The, the linebacking core, uh, and it's going to be funny because it, it's it's such an opposite situation of where LSU is with its roster versus where State is with its roster because LSU fans are going to see names that they remember from two years ago right. being like freshmen. And they've and, and Mississippi State and Leach have done a good job of not losing players in the portal. They've, they've, they've built from their team that wants to keep doing they'll, – they'll get transfer pieces. Their team that wants to do things kind of old-fashioned way of getting high school players, three stars, four stars, and developing them. And and the linebacking core is one piece. Tyra Sweet, Nathaniel Watson, Jed Johnson, those three guys – all, you know, pretty pretty recognizable names in the SEC. They've played a lot together. They know what it's like to play together. So that linebacking core uh, defensively is – their defense goes about as far as that linebacking core does, and, and usually that core is pretty good. Offensively, everyone knows Will Rogers, knows the numbers. He's kind of gone from a guy that maybe was putting up numbers because he was in the air raid to a guy that's really pre-snap, is, is calling runs, uh doing run checks, calling different plays, and – and he's kind of been a second set of eyes for Mike Leach there on the field. He's developed into a really good quarterback. uh Mekhi Polk has gone at outside receiver. Caleb Duckin's kind of been the guy to a JUCO guy to step up and, and really take those reps and has looked good. I mean, he's got you see him, he's got the frame to be a really good wide receiver. Uh now it's kind of starting to come together. I think he's got three touchdowns through two games. Uh Rob Roth Thomas, another guy last year as a true freshman, was pretty impressive. He was a guy that didn't play football until the junior year of high school. Came in really raw at Mississippi State and and as a freshman, you know, was um, was really convincing. What you you could see from him, you kind of saw that. Hey, if if he spent some time, you know, in an SEC school and SEC weight room getting ready, uh, he can be good. And and he's another guy. I mean, you have Ra Ra Thomas on one side, uh, one outside receiver spot. You have Caleb Duncan on the other with Will Rogers passing the ball around. I mean, it's it's a roster that's that's loaded and, and experienced. And and you could see when you watch them why you know some expectations are so high in Starkville this year.
0: Now, one thing that stood out to me was, and you, you, I want you kind of to elaborate a little bit more on this, Will Rogers checking to some runs. Now, in the first half of that game, and I stayed up and watched all of it, obviously, because, yeah. you know, we played you guys this week. <clears throat> Mississippi State throwing the ball 21 times in the first half, but 15 rushing attempts. And it's not like Will Rogers was running the football. It was not, yeah. you know, It was nine and eight carries, or however the math is. I'm horrible at math. But they ran the ball a lot more than I anticipated to see a Mississippi State team run. Is that something that you've seen over the last two weeks, or was this something specific to Arizona
1: just last week? No, we saw it. We saw it week one against Memphis too. And what's interesting, they've been doing it a lot in the first half. It was almost that same ratio, where it was nearly one to one passes to rushes, even in that game against Memphis, which is really surprising. Like we don't we don't see that a lot in the air rate. And in the second half, they've been throwing it some more. They've had success running the ball. I think what they've been doing is they go into these games, they see defenses automatically, you know, dropping an eight, anticipating the air raid. They start running the ball a bit more. And, and I think we saw this a bit in that game against LSU last year. They run the ball a bit more, try to draw into defense. It's it's weird to say that Mike Leach is trying to establish the run, but I think that's what he's done a bit in these first couple games. That's really opened up the passing game in the second half. I think it it was almost like the inverse last year. Is they came into the LSU game. Orgeron right away dropped date. And he wasn't going to get burned in man coverage like he did two years ago. He, <laughs> no, he, he was, was not. not. He was not letting them break any more SEC records against them. So he, he dropped date right away until it got to the red zone. Then it obviously changed it a little bit. But Mississippi State early was passing, 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 turning over. They shifted. They started to run a bit more. That's when Mississippi State kind of started to come back in that game. Obviously, some big special teams plays kind of shifted the, the way the game ended. Um, but but I think maybe we'll see a bit of an inverse. If If Brian Kelly wants to drop right away, I think Mississippi State's open to to run the ball, so I'm really interested to see what Brian Kelly's defense, having not you know not gone head to head like this against Mike Leach, what it's going to look like early on, and then we'll see from there what the, what the adjustments are like.
0: Now, let me ask you this: I saw the video that went the one thing it did go viral, but it was on the field. <laughs> Is Mike Leach just losing? And it's kind of I don't at least that I've seen seems to be a little uncharacteristic of Leach to explode on the sidelines. What was that about? Did he elaborate? Yeah, no he he hasn't elaborated
1: on that and and it's 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 weird cuz like he he's very animated in that moment. He was very animated. We don't see that. Um but we've seen in practices. I mean, he'll be they do a great job. They give us a lot of access in in August. We're allowed to come to basically all the practices until game week comes around and he um and I'll watch my language here, but he's the type of guy oh, who'll be Oh, say whatever on the you want. Like,
0: say whatever you want. It's okay. <laughs>
1: He'll, he'll point to a player. he would be like, hey, if, if you drop another ball, you're getting the F out of this game. And just like, we'll stay, like so casual, like no emotion, nothing. Like, so casually drops it. You're just like, I mean, you know he's pissed off. And you know this receiver is probably scared out of his mind. But it's just so casual. That was one of the rare exceptions where he was kind of lighting into it. it seems like he was going in, into it a bit with the offensive line. And, uh, Mason Miller, Indiana. Or Indiana. I went to Indiana. I don't know why I said Indiana. Mason Miller is uh, Mississippi State's offensive line coach. And he... He's the type of guy to get animated and really let you hear it. So whatever Leach was dishing out there is nothing those offensive linemen haven't seen before.
0: Well, it, yeah, and it's just so interesting because you know it, it kind of feels like he Herman boons you without the screaming. Like I'm going to break my foot off in your John Brown right. hind parts, and then you'll run a <laughs> mile. You know, uh, I do exactly. want to. I do want to get to this. We talked about the strengths for a state. Is there something or anything that has concerned you through two weeks? That you think that LSU will exploit, and you'll ge- you'll be keeping your eyes out on.
1: Yeah, they 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 haven't. You know, you look at the fact that their their average margin of victory to, through two games is uh, twenty four points, and they haven't really put together a complete game. There's been some pretty bad turnovers. Um, there's been some interceptions for Will Rogers where it hasn't been his fault. The wide receivers throughout a lot of camp, as deep as that unit is at all four wide receiver spots. Leach has called out their toughness a couple of times. And there's been a few times we've seen this season where a bounce kind of or a pass bounces off their hands, ends up in an interception. Uh, there was a miscommunication in week one where I think a receiver ran a wrong route, ended up in an interception. And then you had, um, you know, Mississippi State was kind of trying to pull away in that Arizona game and, and you have a wide receiver fumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the ball just get you know straight ripped out of his arms. The toughness of the wide receivers, as good as they are, as, as, as the size is there for these guys, the frames are there the toughness sometimes has been a little shaky um and and if they clean that up it can be a good team but if that's something that lingers i mean there's going to be games like this where you go to lsu and if it's a tough environment and if you're trying to pull away and, and you're fumbling the ball like that just having it ripped away from you you're not going to win those games right you can you can manage those mistakes against arizona and memphis albeit i think both those teams are pretty good you can manage mistakes a bit more against them even on the road against them but at lsu in that environment You know, with the talent of of roster that SEC schools have, you got to be tough. You got to hold on to the ball and and you can't be dropping passes, and especially if they're going to lead to interceptions.
0: Having LSU literally week one, you can't turn the football over on special teams either. Uh, We do have a couple of questions firing in here for you. Jerry Zimmerman says, Hashtag Mm -hmm. Ask Stefan, can y'all keep Jaden Daniels from busting off big runs? Do you think that, uh, well, and you talked about the linebacker core. I think Tyrus Wheat was the. Look, I said this literally three seasons ago. I thought he was probably the biggest sleeper in that recruiting class. Um, How do you think Jane Daniels fares, in your opinion, versus State?
1: Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it earlier. We were actually talking to some of the defensive players today at at availability, and there's definitely going to be someone who's spying on him, right? Mm -hmm. There's no secret there. They don't want to let him run the ball um, or escape the pocket too easily. Tyrus Wheat's definitely the most athletic guy to keep up with him, but I think he's too good as a pass rusher to be kind of the guy that's spying on him, and Jet Johnson is a bit too slow to do it. So I think Nathaniel Watson will be the guy uh, from the linebacking core who, who they spy um, Daniels with. Now, I will say they they kind of play this uh, 3-3-5 where Jackie Matthews is a guy who, you know, they call it a safety position. Now on the depth chart last year was called, you know, the bulldog position. Um, I think you know some schools call it Husky. There's a bunch of different names for it, right? And it's kind of this hybrid of, of linebacker safety. I think Jackie Matthews, he's a transfer from West Virginia, is the guy that Mississippi State uses in that role who could, with Nathaniel Watson, serve as a bit of a spy for Daniels. So those are two guys where um, watch, watch what they're doing early. That's number eight and number 14 on defense. Watch what they're doing early. It's going to dictate a lot of what they're trying to do uh, in terms of containing Daniels.
0: Two more and we'll get you out of here. I promise. I know that you probably got a lot that you have to do. Uh, number one, good, the mayor says hashtag Estefan if he thinks Mike Leach looks like Vince Gill. <laughs> let me let me look up some pictures. Let me let me see a little comparison. I got to be honest. I need to look up who Vince Gill is. At first, I I was thinking, is he the. Uh, the the guy who made Breaking Bad, but Vince Gill is like a singer songwriter, if I if I'm not mistaken. But maybe maybe yeah. Oh, there he is. A one little Pooh bit. Ba- Pooh Bear, can you find a picture of Vince Gill and uh, see if we can get it? I, I didn't know if that was like a commonplace thing or or not that he gets he, compared to it. Yeah,
1: I'm looking. I'm looking through some photos right now. Almost like I feel like I see more of Leach in a younger Vince Gill. As as Vince has gotten older, maybe not so much. But I'm looking at a picture from from a younger Vince Gill, and and I could see it. It's there in the face a little bit. And that's I haven't really seen or heard a lot of Mike Leach, um, you know, lookalikes. So that that's an interesting one. That's an <laughs> That's a that's a rare find there. So I appreciate that. Well, I hope he, he
0: hears this, and you know, post or pregame, he's playing nothing but Vince Gill. That would that would be pretty great. Um, one more, or really kind of one and a half more. Oh, Pooh Bear's got it right here. Yeah, man, I can see it a little. You know, a like, little bit. I-, I can see it a little. Uh, Pooh, is there is there one maybe of him a little bit younger, meaning Vince Gill? No, okay. Uh, it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. All right, we got you. Um. All right, so last thing. So you talked about that you went to Indiana, are from Indiana. Are, are you from Indiana as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm from the, the northern part of Indiana.
0: So uh, my question would be is, is I don't know if you do or do not have a bias towards Brian Kelly, obviously being at Notre Dame and the state of Indiana. I know that Notre Dame fans are really <laughs> upset <laughs> uh, that you know they're starting going three under Freeman and now he's here. I guess when you were there being there for as long as you have, I guess, what are your just general thoughts of Brian Kelly, even when he made the move to LSU?
1: Yeah, I have always had a great deal of respect for Brian Kelly. And I think, you know, people give him a hard time for the, you know, some of those playoff appearances that Notre Dame had. And I think we often get a harsh reminder with schools like Oklahoma and maybe even, you know, out on the West coast, I think we've seen, you know, Washington at times before. And, um, if you're not Bama or Georgia or Ohio State, it's not surprising if you get whooped as the four seed or the three seed in mm. the playoff. Like we've seen it happen too many times. Um, you know, to to be surprised and, and to keep holding it over Brian Kelly's head. So I've always had a great deal of respect for him. I thought the being at Notre Dame, I, I was a little surprised that that he left simply because he it was so he was so safe there. And and that's that's a surprise. <laughs> right. I mean, you look at schools like you look at a school like Nebraska now. Like how hard they are on Scott Frost. Like that's not a job you want to go to because that's a hard place to win with a play that has high expectations. Right. You know, it's it really if you're going to go to Nebraska, you're trying to rebuild something, and they're not going to give you that much time. I thought at Notre Dame, he was really safe. No, everyone loved him, right? And and for good reason. He's a good coach. Like Leach said, he's great with X's and O's. Um, and I know, you know, we saw week one, all of social media blowing up and giving him a hard (laughs) time for that game against Florida state. I I, I genuinely do think that LSU made one of the best hires that we've seen in recent years for, I thought the jump for USC to go get Lincoln Riley was a smart move. You got to be bold. And I think LSU did that by going out there and getting Brian Kelly. And I think we'll see in a year or two with the resources that he has at LSU and, and certainly NIL helps too. I know LSU is a big school when it comes to NIL, and that's not something to shy away from. Um, and, and I think he's going to build something um, you know, in, in the years to come. I have a great deal of respect for him. I like him. I went to Indiana, so when you leave Notre Dame, and Notre Dame's in shambles and his 0-2, I'll
0: <laughs> <laughs> be oh, okay with that. Hey, I'm right there with you. They've been in the mentions and DMs way too much, way, way too much. Yeah. All right, last one before I get you out of here. M- Mississippi State baseball. Bounce back year? I mean, you, we what are we thinking here?
1: Yeah, I, I think it'll be a bounce back. Um, and ironically enough, being on the show, I think uh, LSU has got to be the favorite uh, going into the season with what they got out of the transfer portal, right? Um, but but I think Mississippi State will bounce back. It's, it's too good of a program with too good of a constant recruiting class. I mean, they, from their signees, they only lost one to the MLB draft, so they got a really good – Recruiting class coming in, they're going to be healthier this year. I think the, the pitching health last year was just awful for oh, them. Man. they had no every bet. bad they break. No, every, and you bad lose, break. I mean, you lose a guy like you lose a guy like Landon Sims. Right, there's, there's it's so hard to replace. I think they'll be back. They'll be back competing for the SEC West, probably in the top two or three there. Um, but but like I said, I think early on. Um, you know, it's hard not to have Jay Johnson and that crew as, as the favorite going into the year.
0: Now, I got Jay Johnson's approval when we interviewed him. Pooh, was that about a month ago or two months ago? He let me make Portal King shirts. So, Stefan, if you want one, <laughs> I will send you one. Now you can't wear it around Starkville, but if you want a Portal King shirt, we'll send you one. <laughs> Listen, man, there's
1: there's nothing better than a T-shirt to wear around the house or to the gym, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't wear it outside. Whatever you do, exactly, Brother, exactly.
0: <laughs> tell everybody where they can catch you all your stuff, and thank you so much for for joining us.
1: Yeah, no, on Twitter I'm at s k r a j i s n i k three, and uh, I work for Clarion Ledger. All our writing is on clarionledger.com. Um, you know, we got a lot of preview content for this week. A big game in in LSU. It's going to be my first time uh, in Baton Rouge. So any food wrecks, you know, send those over on Twitter.
0: I I got you. (laughs) Paran's right close to LSU. You got to go there. Okay. Okay. Just bring $25 and you'll walk out there safe, but it's really good food. Okay. (laughs) But whatever you do, go to the Blue Store Chicken. Whatever you do, the Blue Store. Now – Go to the one by off of government. Don't go to the one on Plank Road. You won't return. (laughs) The chicken will be there. You won't. Okay. Just I'm just telling you that. But we'll yeah hit hit everybody hit up Stefan for the 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 food recommendations. That's awesome. But go to Py Ranch. You won't you won't be disappointed. I promise you.
1: Noted. Noted. I, I trust your opinion here.
0: I mean, I'm not a former center six. Three and a half, three hundred pounds for nothing. You know, I, I know good. <laughs>
1: exactly. I know th- you're eating good.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, buddy. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. All right, man. Man, I love these. I love these guests, man. Oh, ho- ho- hold on. Cajun Tiger tail gaining. Uh, Carl Dunn. Yes, Carl. Yes. Blue store chicken. Yes. That man's going to walk out there and he can be like, what the f- what the fuck did Blake get me into? <laughs> hey, look, I told you, on Tuesdays, on Tuesdays, fried rice, t- uh, shrimp fried rice Tuesdays. Miss Anita was cooking that thing up. Miss Anita was cooking that thing up. All right, so let's do this. Let's get to our last break uh, and then we'll get out of here. I- I sh- I'll go to pyran's with him all right let's get to our last break and then we'll uh we'll we'll start closing out let's talk about good friends over at the drake williams law firm drake williams guys we'll be back in 45 seconds by the drake williams law firm drake williams whether you've been injured in an accident you're preparing for a future with your estate planning you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family or you're facing criminal charges you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and good. Dedicated to their craft. It's a Drake Williams law firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985 386 7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Ruffino at AYS sent you on by. Okay, we are back. We are back. Yes, God, Lord. Man, I do an interview. I do an interview and then I go and check Twitter and I have 47 DMs. <laughs> 47 dms yes i see it yes i see it we'll see all right let's go around this sec though very quickly before we close out. and i do want to talk uh about the saints look last week was a miracle win and i say miracle win i mean you were supposed to win that game against atlanta there's no questions whatsoever. L- uh, LSU. The Saints should have and did win on the skin of their teeth, beat uh, Atlanta in Atlanta. You got another another divisional opponent this week in Tampa Bay. Dome's going to be loud. You started hitting a stride there late. You got to continue to hit that stride. Continue to be effective offensively. Funny thing, though, was is a lot of people talking about Jameis, and Jameis went off in that fourth quarter. But starting to establish the running game there for a little bit opened things up and Jameis went off. So you do have to you do have to um, start getting your weapons the ball, H- hitting the timing routes, right? Like, guys, a slant route between Jameis and Mike Thomas is a lot of timing. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for the stars. I, I-, I greatly appreciate that. Uh somebody said send to Plank Road. Yeah, I don't go to Plank Road. I go to I don't know why it keeps doing that. Um send to Plank Road. No, I go to the one by BRCC right there by uh uh right there off of government. Um Missanie be up in that thing whipping that thing, boy. Shrimp fried rice up in this bitch on a Tuesday. She. All right. Let's do this to close it out. Guys, there are some really good SEC games this week. Obviously, at eight o'clock on ESPN, you have number thirteen Miami going up against number twenty-four A and know A and M got clapped by App State next last week, but is Miami really back? Is Miami really back? Are they going to go twelve and zero like everybody continues to say that they are? That's a big game. And look, A and M and Jimbo's got to bounce back too, right? Like they can't, they can't, they can't be one and two with everything that they've been doing this past offseason. Obviously, you have LSU and you have Mississippi State. That will be at 5 o'clock uh, on ESPN as well. Arkansas, eh, not really anybody. Tennessee, not really anybody. Vandy, nobody. The other big one is Auburn-Penn State. Guys, I think Auburn's going to get really I, – look, I, I don't mean this in a wrong way, but for some reason, I feel like Auburn's going to get run out of town. Um. But the problem with that is, though, I don't trust James Franklin as far as I can throw him. You know, he looks like uh, Pooh Bear. Is it key or peel that that James Franklin looks like? Because he looks like him. I don't. I don't remember. I just have zero key. There you go. Um, I just have zero faith, guys, and um, zero faith in James Franklin so I have when I and look Kobe I'm coming right back to your message when I tell you I have zero faith I don't have faith in anybody I don't know what T.J. Finley's going to do do you stop do you start Robbie Ashford if if T.J. starts to struggle like what what do you even do there and I think that they want Harson out and they're going to do everything they can to do that and there's no telling what will happen uh, Colby Allen says, hashtag, ask Blake, hope to see you at the game this weekend. Go Tigers. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll make a little clap back. A little clap back. An interesting game, I think. And it'll be at 230. You have, you have. Uh, look, guys, Georgia Tech's not that good. But they did hang around with Clemson for a half. How, how legit is Georgia Tech? Now, I don't think they're legit enough to hang with, with Ole Miss. Right? Like, I, I don't think they're good enough to hang with Ole Miss. But I do think it's very interesting. Um, give me the Rebs, though, going into Atlanta. I think it's going to be a marquee win in Atlanta uh, uh, for your boy Kiffy. The lane train. Uh, Father Bear says, hashtag Ask Blake, how do you feel about Jay war moving to nickel? I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Look, when he's at that position and he gets around the ball more, he's just a playmaker. Guys, we've seen what he does when he covers guys one-on-one and he's not at that safety role. He comes down with a lot of interceptions. Oh, my God. What am I looking – see? See? Doesn't James Franklin look like Key? Or Key look like James Franklin? Bro, 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 it—it's too it, it, man. It's freaky. It's freaky. Uh, Purple Cajun says, "What's your favorite hot sauce? The liquid kind." (laughs) I don't really like uh, uh, Tabasco though. Gives me serious heartburn. I I don't. eh. I don't be messing with that Tabasco. All right, guys. We'll see you all again tomorrow. Uh, don't forget on Thursdays we're moving to 6 because of the Brian Kelly show and, and obviously football. Massive NFL game on Thursday. I think it's the Bills and – uh no, it's not the Bills. Oh, it's the Chargers and the Chiefs. Chargers and Chiefs on Thursday. So it'll be massive. All right, let's get on out of here. We'll see you all soon. You all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts.